today's episode, we're speaking to Jonathan Clark. Jonathan, who has been an NLP a, a practitioner, then a master, then a trainer, and then he left that career to go on to go into marketing and is now a very successful, has a very successful marketing company, which is aimed at helping authors to gain more audience and thereby reach more heights and get more awareness. We're going to be speaking to this amazing gentleman right now to find out how he changed his career multiple times successfully and how he changed his life by changing his mindset. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. It's Gul Khan here, your money mindset expert. And I'm so excited. We've got Jonathan Clark with us today. Yay! Hello, Jonathan. Hello, madam. How are you? I am really, really good. For those listening, you've heard the intro. You know how amazing Jonathan is. So I am so excited to get to know his story. So Jonathan, tell everybody who you are and what do you do? Okay, I'm Jonathan Clark. I run a company called Instant Edge. We are essentially a marketing consultancy for coaches, speakers, and um, consultants, people who basically have lots of knowledge. They're really good at what they do, but maybe not enough people know that they're there. So Mm -hmm. our job is to make sure they get found and get hired. Fabulous, fabulous. Now, Jonathan, obviously, you've, you've, I know your story. You've, you've been to through the banking stage and God knows what else, and I've landed here. So, how does an ex-banker end up, be, you know, being a marketing, having a marketing company? So, talk us through. So, tell us how did you end up being here and doing what you did? And obviously, there's been lots of, you know, mindset work in the process. So, talk us through. You can see the library behind me. Yes, um, <laughs> yes. I was, I was always the shy, specky, skinny kid. Uh, not a lot has changed. Um, so I had a lot of head luggage. I had a lot of nonsense in my head. I used to think that people were laughing at me. People wouldn't like me, that kind of stuff. Uh, my earliest memory is waking up in hospital with pneumonia. So for me, it was always about about health. It was always about being scared. Fear was something I was incredibly good at. Um, by 16, I had developed a duodenal ulcer. I had literally burned a hole in my stomach with my brain, which is a fairly crap superpower. Um, but I, I grew up reading comics and science fiction. My brother came out with a degree in psychology. And I started reading all these really big, thick books. And I realized I have done this to myself. I have physically Mm. altered my bodily chemistry Mm. through the power of fear. I really need to get a handle on this. So that I sent off for a little distance learning course on confidence from the Daily Mm. Mail. Um, That led me into things like hypnosis. Mm -hmm. That led me into NLP. Um, I was one of Tony Robbins' account representatives in 1996 when he first came to the UK. Mm. Um, Heavily into all that kind of stuff. NLP and hypnosis just looked incredible. I'd never seen it fail. Mm. So I literally started doing therapy with people. I'd have an NLP book behind me and I would go, great. So, Ghoul, what's your problem? Ghoul would tell me. i go, great. Close your eyes. Right, there's a script for that in here somewhere. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And then open your eyes. And the problems disappeared. And people were getting spectacular changes. I thought, this is great. I really need to go and get trained in this stuff. Um, so I went down to London, went to the States, became an NLP trainer, then master sorry, practitioner, master practitioner, trainer. Um, and started doing seminars, courses, 
-hmm. I was terrified of standing in front of people. So the idea of me standing in front of an audience with a flip chart, teaching them stuff, um, I had to go over. And I discovered I loved it. So mm -hmm. I went the other way. I became addicted to it. I've been on the TV, been on radio, worked with celebrities. Love it, love it, love it. Mm -hmm. um, written books, written online courses. I'm a coach. I've been a coach for 25 years. Um, I used to be a financial advisor. My dad was a bank manager. Money was always a huge part of my life. That's mm -hmm. kind of why you and I are talking. My dad was broke. He was in debt when he died. Mm -hmm. There was all these debts that I then inherited. So I had to learn how to handle all that. Um, so I figured become a financial advisor would teach me how to use money yeah because i figured financial advisors know their way around that stuff <laughs> no um, they don't <laughs> well i've i've never met a financially independent financial advisor i don't know about you but um it taught me a lot of what not to do it yeah. taught me a lot of horrible things around sales which i loathed so by 1997 i decided i could help people with their heads i could help people more with their beliefs and their emotions um so i became a coach i became a trainer and i started doing that stuff and i went from employed to self-employed and my income doubled Wow. And I'm like, hang on, hang on. You're supposed to make a loss for the first two years, aren't you? Mm. No. Uh, and I gained 30% per annum per year thereafter. Mm. Um, done seminars, writing books, talking to people. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Then the first recession came along, 2008, and mm. it really hammered the, the personal development industry. Mm. Individuals didn't see personal development courses as a priority. Mm. Um, companies cut training at a time when they really need it, yeah. which is nuts. So suddenly my income is going down for the first time uh, at the same point as we had a wee boy. So uh, we've now got additional expenses. My yeah. income's plummeting. I'm like, holy moly. Um, and I looked at what skills do I have? What is in demand? What do people need? Now, by this point, I'd learned how to create online courses, how to write books, how to do websites, how to do social media. So I started offering that to brick and mortar high street companies. Um, who I'd normally never talked to, the butcher shop, the GP surgery, the dentist, the tattoo mm. shop. And all of a sudden, we're building Facebook pages. We're doing online video. This has come back about 2010, which is when this thing called local marketing came around. I, I, I fell into this. It wasn't some clever business strategy. There was a demand for people getting online because they knew they had to. Mm. Um, and I happened to know how to do that stuff because I've done it for me. And people were literally flinging me money, money at me to build that stuff. So I thought, well, that's where the money is. So I moved to, to marketing for small businesses, and I've been doing that ever since. Um, we do six figures a year. We've got a team of nine people, and we're very, very busy. Wow. I mean, there's so many different um, points in your life then that you just really ran through the story so quickly. But I was listening. Every turn, there was an, a new obstacle, and you had to – you said it very easy. I had to find a different way. But that requires – one, having the, the courage to look at current circumstances and think, okay, where am I right now? This, this, this road is coming to an end. And let me find a fork in the road. Let me find an alternative route and go that way. And I always say this, that, you know, divine synergy provides you and whatever channel is providing from, that's just one channel. The source is always the same. And so you had to change your channel multiple times throughout your life. And every time it's, it's, it's actually given you dividends. You actually received higher income. And you've made, you've made um, but it's it's rewarded you for your courage and for the action you took. However, before you receive the dividends, before you receive the you know the, the financial rewards, you have to have the courage and the foresight to know um, this is because a lot of people just beat the dead horse, don't they? they just carry on. Let me try harder. Let me try harder. Let me try harder. Mm -hmm. You've gone ahead and changed route. So, how did you come to that? I mean, how did you develop that confidence to change direction? when things weren't working because a lot of people would just sit there and cry their eyes out 
Well, you know, when, when the bills turn red and the debt collectors are at your door, it's amazing what it does for your confidence. It was, it, I think people people get into personal development through inspiration or desperation. Mm. And in my case, it was desperation. It was like, I have to change. I can't live like this. I can't live being scared and timid in my life. Mm. Um, and if you see your career going down the toilet, you know, there's no white knight. You've got to participate in your own rescue. So yeah. you're at cause. You have to do something. Doing nothing is a choice. And feel free, but you know, you you can't hire a gym trainer and they do the press ups and you want the chest and the abs. That isn't gonna happen. You need to do the work. It all comes down to you. So it's it's yeah. you know, if it's to be, it's up to me kind of stuff. i I very much believe in getting paid to do what you love is the highest career. It you is, know, yes. I, I, I talk I, about that, yes. It's why a win -win. wouldn't you? Yeah. Why wouldn't you? You know, um, you're going to own it better. You're going to trans translate it better. Your energy is going to be higher, and you're going to enjoy it. And and the the problem with that though is very often the line between work and play blurs. Mm -hmm. And if you're not careful, you're working all the hours God sends, and you're burnt out, even though you're enjoying it. <laughs> you're, mm -hmm. you're doing too much, so you, you do have to kind of rein it a little bit. But I think it's I think it's necessity is a very powerful motivator. And mm -hmm. you look at the money and you go right, how can I help people? What have I got that's of value? You talk about this. What have I got that I can monetize that mm. I know everybody in the world has stuff in their head right now that someone else in the world would needs cut a hand off to get you know mm. if you can drive there are people right now who, who are housebound and, and can't get out and they would love someone to drive them around mm. if you can swim there are people who would love to learn to swim you could teach them you have got skills and knowledge and academia and experience that you you can if you put it in some kind of format that is consumable that adds value to people's lives they will happily give you money for it mm. you know people buy solutions to problems so what what headaches can you fix and and who has that headache that's marketing is essentially that's what it's about who's got a problem that i can fix look for people who are looking for you and then offer them something that is palatable and easy and desirable and you'll make a sale it, you, it's not it's not seduction selling it's attraction selling it's like hey i've got i've got if you've got someone who's got leprosy and you've got the cure for leprosy yeah there isn't much of a sales pitch required. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right? If they don't have leprosy, why are you talking to them? So if you know your target market, for instance, is um, architects, then you can go on LinkedIn and you can find 8,000 architects in Glasgow alone mm -hmm. for free in seconds. And you can contact them immediately for free. Mm -hmm. There isn't another marketing vehicle that you can do that on. Yeah. So the online space, and especially in the last while, we've all been forced to go online or up our game online. Yeah. Um, it's actually easier now than it's ever been to get your message in front of the people who need you. Mm. And if you have skills, you have experience, you have, you, have, you have talents, but nobody knows who you are. That's typically our typical client. They're really good at what they do. We've just, we've just done a book with, uh, forgive the topic, but the um, vaginal mesh surgeon <laughs> okay. right, who um, has performed this operation on tens of thousands of women who are now in agony and have all sorts of pains and issues and problems as a result. And there's no compensation. There's no legal comeback because it was an approved device that was installed. Wow. Actually, actually no, it wasn't. If you check back the legislation, it was never approved. Um, and the problem is once it's put in, it can't be removed. Wow. He's now writing a book, or we're helping him write his book, around him crusading to get this thing banned. And he has. The operations are now stopped. The, the production of the product has now stopped. And he's gone the other way. And he's equally loved and hated by his peers because mm. he's now crusading against this thing mm. where he was the guy who used to do it. So he's an expert in his field. He's world-class at what he does. He knows the topic inside out. He's the guy the, the BBC go to to interview. But not enough people know the full story and not enough people know the problems it's caused. So we're currently working on his book to create that. Mm -hmm. um, 
that's the kind of people that that we talk to all day long, and I love that. I've I've written twelve books myself. I've got several online courses, multiple best best selling author, only because I know what Amazon wants. Mm-hmm. So we give Amazon what it wants, and Amazon's happy. If you yeah. give Google what it wants, Google's happy. Yeah. You know, it's not about trying to trick the system or game them. No, no, no. It's not about just, being the a, a logarithm. It's just working with the logarithm. Yeah, just I agree. Give it what what they like. Yeah, and I love that. I think this is so important to know that. I talk about this multiple times. There's only two ways you can make money. You can either provide a service or a product. And either way, if you are, whatever you do, either through a product or through a service, as long as you are providing solutions to other people's problems, you're never without customers. It's just simple as that. The only difference is, and this is where marketing comes in, this is where you come in, is allowing those people who have a problem to know that you have a solution. That's it. And this is what what marketing should be. It shouldn't be a sales gimmick. I shouldn't be selling, um, you know, I remember this, this, um, I think it was in Think and Grow Rich, I may be wrong, where, you know, you wouldn't go and sell, um, you know, a Picasso to the Eskimos, right? You know, even though, and you're trying to sell this, you know, 100,000 um, pound uh, painting for 500 bucks, it's not worth to them. You're short changing them. Whereas you can give them a gun or something else, which they can use as tools and you can actually charge maybe the cost of a gun over here. I don't like guns, but I don't know. Maybe it's a hundred quid, but you charge them 500 pounds. So you haven't charged them more. You've given them what they can use to actually make, 2000 pounds or something like that. It's knowing what, uh, you know, who to target for what. And everybody has problems and you need to find solutions. And I, and I love this because I remember when I was, I've been thinking about writing a book for the longest time ever. And um, you came in and you're like, okay, what do you want? Da, 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 this needs to be done. Da, 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 da. Give me a plan really quickly. And this is why I, you know, I love you so much. You, you got me to put my things in, 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 in concrete format that I can see it. And we have the first draft. So we're reading through the first draft at the moment. And it's like, we have this, have that, have this cover. So all I had to do was just get the message in my head, which has been there for the last three years, by the way, we've been talking about and doing this for the last three years. It's finally coming out on paper because you're able to come and find the solution that I needed Mm -hmm. to be able to do it. Now, what you charge and what you don't charge that's irrelevant to me because if it can afford to pay it, will I pay it? Yes, I've spent three years trying to write it. I can't. So now, okay, he's going to come in and help me write it. And so like, we, we don't, I don't even negotiate price. We just, okay, yeah, fine, that's fine. We'll go ahead with it because I know the value. Hmm. That, so you can, so when you have a solution that somebody else desperately needs, then you can demand the prices that you think are worth it. And if the other party value has a problem that you know, requires a solution, they'll be willing to pay. And I remember, actually, I'm going to give you another example. I, I've been reading Psycho-Cybernetics, but the Dan Candy, the, the, the thing is Dan Candy, I think is his version. And he talks about how uh, Maxwell Watts, he, the, 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 the writer originally wrote, mm. you know, he the first client he got, he offered him, I think he was a farmer who wanted a nose construction. And when when he asked for the price, he goes, I blurted out $500. And that was too much for the farmer. And the farmer went away and said, no, 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 I can't afford it. And the farmer went away and came back and called him a few days later and said, look, can you do something better? And, and Maxwell Wall said, no, I can't. And this was the first client, by the way. So he hasn't had a client before. So he, until now, he hasn't got practice. These guns. Yep. Yeah. But he said, no, but if you, you know, you're a relatively young man, you've got at least 50 years left to live in your life. So if you think about it, that's just $10 per year for the next 50 years. Is it worth it to you? And when he put it in that context, the, the problem that the farmer had was much bigger than the $500, which is obviously in this day and age would be lots of money as well. So therefore he agreed to pay. 
that is, isn't that the beauty? This is what you do. Haven't all your biggest purchases last you the longest amount of time? Yeah. It's, I think it's, what I find is as long as you're providing a solution to people's problems, you are always, you always have clients. And this is mm-hmm. what you found. You've, what I've seen from you is you find solutions to people's problems, even when they don't realize they have a problem, right? Well, I spent, I spent the first 1997 to 2008, so what, about 11 years selling something that is not mainstream nlp and hypnosis good mm. lord you know it's a it's a, it's a hard if in america yeah fine but in scotland that's yeah. a hard sell yeah that's a so, hard sell. So, i mean not so much now i think people are more aware of it now now but, they are yeah then now, now they didn't yes absolutely but but when i switched to marketing mm. out, of, out of need but something that's very mainstream something that every business needs you know, you're always going to make more money if you're selling training shoes, which every kid needs or every mm-hmm. adult wants, than something kind of mystical and metaphysical. You're all, of course, you are because it's, yeah. it's numbers. It's just yeah. a numbers game. But there are people out there. You know, we, we the way we do the maths, you actually only need one percent of your audience to buy from you, mm-hmm. realistically. Mm-hmm. So you're looking for that one person in a hundred who knows what you do, likes what you do, wants what you do, and can afford it. Mm. And price is a thing that everybody goes through. Price is a big struggle for any business owner and any, any mm. self-employed person. But th- there's a psychology to price. But ultimately, you make it available at a price, and if people buy it, put your price up. Yeah. If they don't buy it, take your price down until you find purchases are happening. It's experimentation. But I think the biggest shift, and I think I can sum all this up in one sentence, is the shift occurs when you switch from being, in my case, I was a therapist. I was a life coach. If I switch from being a therapist and coach to being in the business of therapy and coaching, mm. if I switch from being a speaker to being in the business of speaking, mm. all of a sudden, that's a different issue. Because when you're a coach, you think like a coach. And yeah. unfortunately, the average life coach in the UK makes less than £18,000 a year. Mm. Truth. Wakey, wakey. So business coaches earn more. Um Slightly more. You you want to be offering something that is of service to people, is of value to people, but it's all about visibility. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, you can be really, really good at what you do, but if nobody knows, you're an invisible genius. Yeah, agreed. And that's a shame. There's lots of people. I've, I've met a gypsy storyteller who couldn't read and write, who did a talk with me in, in Aberdeen at the same time as I did. And this guy was a genius. It was like, I bow to your superior knowledge. He couldn't spell his name, couldn't write his name. But did he have a profound impact on that room? You know, and my almost respect to this chap. But does anyone know it exists? That's the problem. So most people who are starting off, it's all it's all about visibility. You need to be using all the free tools. Google gives you about five different free tools you can use for nothing right away. Social media is currently free. Use it, use it, use it. There are 54 ways that I know to get clients. You find the ones that are easy, fun, but preferably free, and start putting them out there. And the more of these lines you have in the river, the more fish you're going to bite. Simple. Agreed, agreed. Now, Somebody listen to this and say, well, you know, this sounds all really good, but Jonathan, you already did NLP. You did all of that work. So it was easy for you to take those principles and apply them to your life and actually, you know, make a wonderful life that you have. And you've been so successful at it because of, you know, your past training. I don't know where to start. What what advice would you give to people, especially, and this is more relevant today because we are going through a pandemic. We we don't know when it's going to end, to be honest. We don't know if it's the middle, beginning or the end of the the moment by the looks of it. It could last for the next five, 10 years, you know, by Mm. some accounts. But we are in a situation where people, jobs are no longer present or if they, they have a job, it's not. Um, it's not certain, there's uncertainty. People are looking to go into on their own businesses and their online businesses are booming. And then we have two different types of people who are coming out of this pandemic. People who are working on themselves 
And I've actually thrived. I'm one of those who thrived in the business and you as well. The business has just exponentially grown. And there are those who actually just gone the other way and actually may even have a business of their own and have not done well or in a job and they're about to lose it or, or are fearful of losing it. What advice would you give to those people? <laughs> well, I think years ago, one of my coaches um, took me through an exercise and, and, it, and, it, and it shaped everything that I've ever done ever since. Mm. Um, now that you mention it, I think back on it. Um, and, and she got me to get a piece of paper and I split it into, I think, four boxes. And there was four questions, one in each box. And it was number one, what do you love doing? And you write down minimum seven answers. Mm. Second box was, uh, what do people tell you you're good at? Seven answers. Third box was what your bucket list. What do you need to do before you leave this mortal coil? At least seven answers. And the fourth one was, I'm trying to remember the fourth question. What, what, yeah, what's your gut hunch that you think you were put here to do? You know, your 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 divine purpose. Why are you here? What's it for? Again, seven answers. It, it's hard to find seven, but you do seven. Now, what typically happens if you do this exercise, and this is what happened for me, was the same thing will appear in all four boxes. In all four boxes, or or a combination of that one, that one, and that one suddenly lights you up like a Christmas tree, and you go, "Oh my goodness!" For me, it was I love learning, I love teaching. And I love speaking. And, and I thought, okay, so can I, can I earn a living by learning, teaching, speaking? Yes, I can. Now, that's your core. And then you look at, well, there's only a finite number of things you can do. Like you said, you could sell, you could write, you could do books, you could do online courses, you could do speaking gigs, mm. you know, you could create software. There's only a finite number of things that you could do, coaching one-on-one -on -one or groups. You know, you could do a YouTube channel and monetize it. There's lots of things you can do. But I think the universe moves in your favor if you pick something that you you feel as if you're born to do, you enjoy yeah. doing it, it's your heart and soul. Now, the whole thing about build a better mousetrap and they will find it, you're still going to have to market it. Where, where a lot of authors go wrong, we've got a client who did a book recently. Um, I don't have it here, but she wrote a book uh, for young girls. It's a fantasy book. It's fantastic. It's great. It's got a great name. It, it's beautifully illustrated. And it was number six million on Amazon's rankings. <laughs> it's not number one, number six million, doing nothing. Mm. Um, so we kind of resurrected it and did some stuff and marketed it, promoted it, and we got it up into the top 100. You still need to market it. Yes, that was mm. our passion project. Most authors think that by writing the book and the book's published, that's them done. Yeah. Mm, no, you've created a product, but nobody knows. You now need to market the heck out of that thing. Yeah. So... And we've had these discussions and you've given me lots of strategies. You should do this, 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 and this, and this. And I have, for those listening, he's given me a this shopping list of a plan that I have to go through, even though I have an audience and people know me, but it doesn't matter. You don't have and, to do it. You don't have to do yeah, it. I know, but it, it if, you, if, you, yeah, if you want your book to succeed, you do it, but you don't have to do it. And I, I am, but I am doing it. We've done, um, we've done um, 16 Amazon bestsellers so far. The most recent one, number, number one in eight countries. Wow. Um, last year. Uh, because we know the recipe. We know what to do in what order. You don't have to do it, but you you stack the deck yeah. way in your favor if you do do it. So yeah. you you create your product or your service. You, you, you hang your shingle out is the phrase. You put yourself out there as a, I'm now a this, I'm a coach, I'm a consultant, I'm a speaker. But then you have to market that. So you need to be doing all that. You need to be networking. You need to be online. You need to be on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, if you're business to business, LinkedIn's where you need to be right now. If you are business to consumer, then probably Facebook and Instagram is where you want to be right now. Mm. And not, and I think this is where you need to get the help from an expert. You can either try and figure this out yourself, uh, as I did when it comes to book for the last three years, yep. or you go out and you seek an expert in the field who can actually cut the 
cut the t- learning time, you know, exponentially. That's what's happened to, to us that we were finally actually getting the book out rather than actually waiting another three years to see, okay, next the next chapter written now. Easily, <laughs> easily. Yeah, I've got a client at the moment we're talking to. She's been at her book for five years and I'm going, well, mm-hmm. what stage is it at? Is it, is it nearly ready to go yet? Five years, we could have done five books by then. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it is, it's very much about um, getting the word out there. You need to be visible and credible. Yeah. If, you, if, you, if you're invisible but credible, no one knows. If you're visible, but you're rubbish, everyone will know. If you're visible and you're credible, now all of a sudden people can see you and it's all about getting out there and getting seen. And at first it's all get, get, get. At first it's all outreach, outreach, outreach. But what starts to happen is that people, you'll attract the right audience for you. I attract people who are good for me. You attract people who are good for you. I don't get your clients. You don't get my clients. You know, we get who who resonates with our message. Some people will listen to me and go, who's this crazy specky nutter? Other people will go, the guy talks some sense. That's fine. Uh, you want to attract your your trade, your you want to attract ideal your audience. client, of course, yeah, exactly. of course you do, yeah. And, and I, I didn't think... do I didn't do that for twenty years. I didn't do any target marketing for twenty years. I just went, for, I'll help anybody, I'll heal the world, and it's hard, hard, hard work. Yeah, I, I heard this phrase once: when you're talking to everybody, you're not talking to anybody. So you have to speak to a specific audience, and I do that. I I, speci- I specifically because I'm from corporate world. I, my audience, and especially this podcast, is aimed at those people, uh, you know, corporate other ex corporate employees or those who are in corporate at the moment looking to trans, um, you know, looking for transition, and all those or people who are super smart. Not everybody actually goes to corporate world. They have common sense <laughs> more than I did, <laughs> and they don't bother going there. But people who are super smart, so that's a prerequisite. And then obviously they have to be heart centered and spiritual and. And so it's, I've got very niche target that are people that I, I, I sort of target, but then I love those people and they love me. Otherwise I don't resonate with the normal gamer or something else because they're amazing people, but we just have nothing in common. I wouldn't resonate with them, but somebody who's from a corporate world, who's, you know, who's used to earning seven figures or at least not seven figures, six figures, at least on an annual basis, they want to take the six figures annually to six figure monthly. Yes, we can do it. And that's the kind of people you want to work with. I remember I asked you that question, who's your target market? And you gave me the most comprehensive description I've ever heard from a client. It was like, what? She's got this nailed, you know, because most people go, oh, anyone with a pulse? You go, no, because number one, you can't afford to reach everyone with a pulse. Exactly. And secondly, not everyone with a pulse needs your stuff. Exactly. So the, yeah. the more you narrow it down, it's it, trust me, it goes against the grain. It's counterintuitive. You think, wait a minute, am I not narrowing my net? Am I not making it smaller? But actually, if you think about it, you talk to less people. Mm. You What you say resonates with more of them. Yeah. And the chances of them actually buying something from you are way higher. Yeah. So, you you know, it's not spray and pray. <laughs> it is very, very targeted, you know, and and and, and you, can t- you, you can test that. You can try one month, aim at this, and the next month, aim at that. Eventually, you'll find the right client. What my experience was, and maybe you're the same, you start to notice a pattern in who yeah. you're attracting. And you start to go, hang on a minute, I seem to be attracting people of this demographic who've got these issues. Great. We, we can market anything. We can market any company. We can do plumbers. We can do electricians. We can do chiropractors. But we tend to attract coaches, speakers, and, and um, authors because mm. that's that I'm all of those. So I get it. Uh, yeah. You know, I've been there, you, done that. But you attract people who are similar to you. you know, that, and I, think you, and I, I find in my practice, I tend to be the 2.0 version of where they are. So I'm very similar to them. And I've been there, done that. So they can see me as the next version of where they want to get to. And yeah, that's evolution. why they, they, they're attracted to me because they know I've been there. I can help them. Whereas somebody who, you know, who doesn't you know, go want to get to the level that I am wouldn't be interested in what I do or what I have to say. Mm. But anyway, we can talk forever. You are awesome. We do have to have you back. We will have Jonathan back because he's such an amazing, awesome person. 
we will get here. We will pick his brain and he'll talk to us uh, something to do with marketing um, in our money talkie segment. But for now, tell us, Jonathan, how can we connect with you? How can we, uh, how can we um, get in touch with you? Um, probably, the, well, I recommend LinkedIn all the time. LinkedIn is, is a great place to be. Uh, you'll find me there quite easily. Um, Jonathan Clark, Instant Edge, uh, or you can find me on instantedge.co.uk. Okay, awesome. Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. So for those of you listening, we will have Jonathan's links in the show notes. And if you're watching this on YouTube, down, down below, this in the description, we'll have all Jonathan's links as well. And uh, so thank you so much, Jonathan, for being an amazing, amazing guest today. We will see you soon on the Money T- on Money Talkie segment. And for those listening or watching today, thank you so much for joining me. I will be back on another Friday feature segment uh, talking to another amazing guest about how they change their mindset and therefore change their life. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.gulkhan.com. That's G-U-L-L-K-H-A-N.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day millionaire mindset makeover challenge, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.millionairemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in our next five-day challenge. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan. Take care and bye for now.